Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hope this is the right track. It is. Okay, here we go. Some are drinking endless rosé. How are these fuckers not all in AA? Pretty people with booming careers. Lover boy, enough to last seven years. Hamptons clubs don't activate hubs in the out of the summer house. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Tell me more, tell me more. Will they take Hannah's calls? Can we see Carl's three balls? Shoot bop bop, 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 yeah. Poodle, what's your definition of love? Ooh, I have four pillars. Okay, four pillars. Four pillars. Getting dick down. Oh, pillar one. Pillar one. Uh, it's better if the dick is like a pillar. Yes. Um, What's a uh, 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 opulent gifts. Oh, that's number two. <laughs> okay. P- uh, pillar three. Uh, I would say uh, quality time. Quality, quality time. Okay. <laughs> did I say getting dick down? Okay. You did. That was number one. Um, and what's pillar four? I started, I said it, getting dick down. Oh, it comes back again. Yeah. All right. Yeah, guys, that's love. That's love on Reality Gaze. That's love. That's when love. When you're like, is there is there more? And he's like, here you go. And you're like, that's love. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a DP. That's real love. <laughs> Yo, this is Summer House. That's not amore. It's not this amore. isn't love. This isn't love. This isn't love. Season. There is no fat man singing over two dogs kissing on spaghetti. <laughs> Not happening this episode. Exa- in fact, they're throwing exa- it at each other. <laughs> That's exactly the description um, in and for the Disney movie. It's exactly for Lady yeah. Tramp. Yes. Who? And then they, they suck a noodle together, and one of them gets fixed. <laughs> yeah. And who? They did a live action Lady and the Tramp, didn't they? Who? No. How, how would you do that? No, I think they did. A poodle, computers. Oh, I. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, you mean like live? I thought about like a people, like a person playing tramp and yeah. lady. Oh god. Costumes. Ooh, Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau voiced the tramp. Did he? Like, so it was two dogs. Yeah, and then Tessa Thompson. Oh, she was lady. Who played? But I want to know who played. Who played the big chef? 
That's what I want to know. Could not be less interested in this. Yeah. I'm, oh, my friend Parvesh was in that movie. Look at we that. We need to move on. Okay, you we need to move on. Okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm here. Um. Anyway. Well, let's. Oh, Kong's in there. Okay. I got to get off of this page. Sorry. I'm here. <sighs> um. Let's talk about this this kind of epic. We we talked a little bit before. Um, it was exciting. That's was it? Death. That's a tight ass. That's a tight ass. Tight ass. That's a tight ass you got there, Kyle. Tight ass you got there, that Kyle. That was a little hot. I'm not going to lie. Also, um, when, when Andrea jumped into um, Craig's arms, I felt something. And you wanted them to make out? Yeah. I, I, think, I think both of them would make out with guys. I think second. I think Craig, I think Andre would love Craig's smooth asshole. And I think Craig <laughs> hey, actually. You're smooth asshole. And I think Craig would be the first time Andy lets someone top him. And he would love it. <laughs> he would love it. Wow. I went somewhere too. Wow. Um. Anyway, we need we need to, we need to go somewhere, please. God, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. So, y'all, Lens and Luciano are fucking in the bed because she just found him, and she's like, "I got a one night stand." She's like, "Ee, ee." That was gross. Who's crazy? Uh, Who's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I did not love, and we'll start doing tea bags, is Paige. Like, what are we running a brothel? When did we become this priss? Well, I mean, that's a little, um, I think you said before we started, little sex shaming page. Yeah. Um, if I'm 35 and I'm single, I want to get yours I, or I'm going to get mine. Um, that, that was, that was a little weird. And I guess, I don't know. There's, I think well, we talked about this before. Paige hates, Paige hates Lindsay. She does. And she really does. And it kind of colors Paige's what Paige does when Lindsay is and kind of the talk that's around when Lindsay, when, when Lindsay and I, and I do, I, I, yes, there was some, uh, some behavior that Lindsay put away and, and some kind of like feathers ruffling of Sierra that Lindsay had done. But I, I think the blame lays squarely with Paige for just starting this. It just, yes. And Austin, Oh, oh, but how could I forget? Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, let's, let's make clear. That's the whole point. They all forgot. Let's make clear that uh, the Autan did all of this. All, he came in, he With came in there. Thick, thick tongue. Thick, thick all tongue these, in the Muppet mouth. Told all these women what they wanted to hear, and he played them against each other. Against each other. And so the other thing being that, and, 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 Sadly, sadly, I think uh, we were talking about this earlier. Sadly, y'all, Austin will be able to keep doing this because he's still remotely fuckable. Uh, and until yeah. until he gets ugly uh, or too old, where he can't fuck the girls he wants to fuck uh, anymore, and then he eventually will settle down. He might get a penis pump like Papa Mar and just pump it up. Yeah, but there's a but there, there was a moment where your father couldn't get the same girls he used to have. You have you have to move on to a different type. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah that happened. Um, um, it really is. 
Uh, again, y'all, we keep saying before, we talked about this show a lot before we started, and then we realized we need to start the show, which normally doesn't happen, but we did. Um, I said that you were like, oh, and but I think it's the difference. I know it was patronizing the way Lindsay kind of said it, but she is right as far as the age difference because Sierra has believed everything Austin has told her, and Lindsay <laughs> knows better. And oh, I mean, because Lindsay's God. smart. It's just Lindsay has been fucked over yeah. by more guys because you're 35 years old and you've been fucked been, over. She's been screwed over. Uh, Lindsay's been screwed over so many. Lindsay's been screwed over more than, more than New Jersey. <laughs> and that's a lot of times for poor Jersey. And poor uh, Jersey. Where Sierra, when Austin said, I'm not into her. And like, <sighs> but I mean, Austin did say to her. I don't want a serious relationship right now, though. He did say that he, about Madison in the Winter House. He did. He said in the Winter House, you know, like there's in a pl- the Winter House <laughs> in the Winter House when they were talking. Uh, That's true. I can see the plaque, the, the little board there. The Winter House. The Winter House sounds like a period movie with Judy Dame Judy Dench. And Ian McKellen. And it is a movie where they both are, uh, I don't know, he's maybe losing his memory and she's kind of, and they go to the winter house. Uh, is, is this is this like uh is this the is this a prequel or is this an epilogue of Salt Wives when one of them is older <laughs> and moved inland to the Winter House? Uh, this is same producers, um, okay. so it's not not uh, uh, same production company. Okay, this is uh, 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 Standard Poodle Productions. Standard Poodle. <laughs> SPP. That's wow. happening, y'all. Standard Boodle Productions is happening. We're going to make lives. We're going to make the Winter House. Oh, wow. Um, wow. All right. All, all these shows that I want to make that only I and a lot of people said on the Poodle, the Poodle Streaming Network that you would want to see too, but there's like, there's like 11 of you. There's like 11 in this. Um, uh, but yes, so I agree. I think so that's we're talking about with Paige and sex shame and all that. It's full stop. We've said this before. Paige and Lindsay hate each other. And you've talked about like the age difference <laughs> and how Lindsay, Lindsay kind of was the old guard and then the new guard of Hannah. And so it's, it's not that Paige is wrong in what she's saying, but at least to me, um, she's right. Lindsay doesn't care what other people think, but then, but then Paige goes on to say, like, Austin's a piece of shit, and Lindsay's just is second right behind him. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't I don't think I agree with that. I mean, it's it's this uh, again, I don't love what well, we can get in. I can go in. But what's what's no, your no, first I, I, no, I was just gonna, just to follow up with what you're saying is that is she's she's using that she can't hide her distaste for Lindsay. And they're not friends, so she's obviously going to blame her that it, it helps her game if Sierra also hates Lindsay. And Lindsay hides her distaste and it drives <laughs> Sierra drives and, and Paige crazy. Nuts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Lindsay is not going to like Sierra just because she's friends with Paige. Full stop. Nope. She doesn't have to. Because she will never let the – she sat there just cool as a cucumber the whole time. Lindsay – and that, that's the thing. Lindsay, Lindsay's been with this show since the beginning. She doesn't have to – she doesn't have to 
do a great performance. She's going to be invited back because she gets activated. Lindsay, yo, Lindsay is- a, She works in PR. Yeah. She's a very self-absorbed person. Um, they're, they're exactly, she's so good on this show. They're exactly right to say that, Lindsay, she's, she, she didn't care about me. She's not friends with you. She's not friends with you. She's not friends with Paige. She's not friends with you, Sierra. She didn't give a shit about you. She's friends Before with Kyle. Kyle yeah. and Carl, and you've said before about people, um, but there's no, emer- there's emotional-, no emotional currency. Yeah. No. Weirdly, weirdly, with, with people who she does care about, Carl, she's always checking in. How are you, Carl? How are you? And even even Kyle to an extent, but Danielle and, and other uh, and, and friends, like she is is a loyal friend, but she, if you're not going to be in her friend group, she doesn't give a fuck about you. And it is a miscalculation for, I don't think it is for Paige, because Paige knows she can't really come for Lindsay, because Lindsay doesn't give a shit about her. But Sierra miscalculates that if she actually reasons, she needs to tell Lindsay how she feels. So if if Lindsay knows how, how, how Sierra feels, that she'll understand. And we all know this is not going to end well. Um, Lizzie's not going to understand. She's going to get activated and then be, "Ah, I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So there's a lot of different stuff. I think the first thing, my first teabag is, this isn't, or second teabag, is, um, can I just, I'm going to just jump to it, y'all, because not a lot happens except for kind of more at the end, but, um, pardon me. This prenup is fraudacity, right? Like totally. this is the ultimate. I think I feel like this was one of the one of the when they storyboarded Carl and Carl Kyle and Amanda's uh, marriage storyline on this when they story when when they when they did plot points. Uh-huh. This was definitely there. I don't really understand why, but because Amanda even said. We built this company together. Why would? Yeah, it doesn't. And she's not happy. Y'all sentient hoodie. Amanda has a little bit of a backbone this time. Agreed. And she has, I like it too. She has no reason to not. Yeah. uh, And if this happened in real life, Amanda would have freaked the fuck out. (laughs) You're right. That's why it's fraudacity. She was way too calm. Yes, she would have been screaming. She would have started crying. She would have been like victim, like Kyle, how could you do this? And da, she, da, da. Like, she would have gone into all of that. And the fact that she was just like, "Well, make a plan and show me." And I'm like, "Who is this Anna Wintour bitch? Who is this?" And the other girls would be over there, like, like combing her hair. It's okay, Anna. I promise it's gonna be fine. <laughs> it would have totally spun her out. So yeah, yeah. So. Fraud. Audacity. I agree. Totally. Um, my next one is uh sorry, Amazon's calling me. They can leave it at the at the thing. You always know it's Amazon, it's like 206. No one gives a shit. (laughs) What do people in Seattle do? Do they just not answer any calls? Uh I you know, I would think about that. You get I get people probably get Seattle numbers all the time and they're like, that's Amazon, they'll leave it there. There's probably a grandmother in Seattle who never yes. gets to talk to her grandson. <laughs> never gets to talk to her grandson. <laughs> or or like she gets a new number, he never answers. 
That's it. That's it. I guess, I guess he's moved on. Don't know with an old lady no more. I don't know why she's Seattle and Southern. Because she's moved there. Because she just moved there. That's <laughs> it. That's it. So my uh, my first uh, teabag, or my second teabag, is uh, let's talk about Carl and Bookenzie. <laughs> where, okay. where did Bookenzie come from? We were thinking about names with starts with B, that it had to be with B. And you said Bookenzie. And I didn't say Bookenzie. So I can only call McKenzie Bookenzie. McKenzie. I forgot where that came from. So I'm sure Eliza or someone will tell us. Um, we've, done, we've done too many shows. We've done too many shows. Um, I, we found out from our sissy squad, which by the way, 10,000 strong. Y'all 10,000 strong. Global Fund for Children. That's a charity this month. We're helping Ukrainian efforts or charities in Ukraine and local charities supply, uh, give supplies to children that are refugees. This is also, they're working in um, Andre's home country of Moldova. Andre, Andre. not Andrea, but Andre from 90 Day. They're working in, because there's a refugees crisis, y'all, in Moldova, also Romania. I don't know if they're working in Poland, but I think I just read like Poland's getting like a ton too now too. people. So um, anyway, y'all. At least hundreds of thousands, yeah. And so we just wanted to help out Ukraine as best as we could. So if you go to the Facebook group and you give in the face, it grows directly to the charity. Yep. So we vetted that charity. So that's because a lot of times we were hearing about charities in uh, in Ukraine that were not legit. This one is completely legit. Um, so, but let's talk about this this kind of moment where. Carl is basically Kinsey is there and she she was from they you told us she is from Love Island. And uh I kept thinking, I don't think I don't think we watched her season. Um The American was just boring, y'all. It's just really the UK really one is so good. Um but it's it's interesting. She she's definitely made for reality TV because her face kind of doesn't move. She's yeah. kind of got one of those uh she's completely lovely, I guess, but she she's just kind of she she it's weird because he starts he says, she you know, I just of, she hold on, I just want to finish this. She reminds me of the blonde girl from Fuckboy Island. Yes, Sarah. Sarah. Yes, thank you. That's her name. Sorry, go ahead. She reminds me of a little less than Megan Fox. Um okay. yeah. yeah. I think it's the eyebrows. Um but she, she, she's talking, and Car- Carl's basically saying things like, you know, and this is someone who's coming in, coming into sobriety pretty newly. Still, he's saying, you know, a year ago, I think about where I was, and they're not. They're, he's like, we need to take things slow, and blah blah blah. And and weirdly though, he is still getting super emotional. He is crying in front of her. He's so hot when he cries. He's so hot when he Great. cries. I just need to tell her. Honey, your emotional bonds are way, way too strong for this kind of for this kind of relationship. When I know he's just at a sobriety, and that's what happens a lot of times. The reason why they tell you to wait for a year to date people. But honey, this is a red flag. And if this for anybody, I would say if you're having these type of super hyper emotional conversations, and you're a very hyper emotional support person for this. And they're not letting you know where you are, where you're standing, because they need more time. They're telling you everything you need to know. No, and it's just this. That's why, y'all, you're so emotional and raw in that first year because you're 
all these emotions that you drank away or you are yeah. used drugs you're feeling now it's it's a good sign that he said um uh that he said uh, what did he uh, basically he said i want to take this slow and uh he he pulled a janet jackson let's wait a while yeah i just i i feel like because they they slept in the same bed i don't know if they messed around or they they do kiss i don't see chemistry um i don't really it feels like it's a friend it's, vibe does yeah. it feel like a like a like an uncle and his niece to you yeah it it and they don't seem to they're both trying to convince i think he especially is trying to convince everyone that he's really into her and all the cast like oh yes we love her oh my god she's the best and you're like you don't give a shit about bookenzie no, they don't. <laughs> You'll be happy with the next bar slut he brings home. <laughs> Actually, he won't do that anymore because he doesn't go to bars. Well, that's it. If he's not doing that anymore, and I don't think she is a bar slut. So he's kind of like trying yeah. to figure out the new normal. Um, Nothing wrong with bar sluts, y'all. I'm one of them. <laughs> okay. I want to bring this up, too, because we were talking about this via text uh, earlier. Um, I think Carl has beautiful, thick legs. And you want to say, because I think his calves are thick, and you don't think, you said you thought he has skinny legs? I said, here's what here's what you said. We thick need decisions. Legs, thick legs, to me, usually mean thighs. Now, and when you brought up calves, that is true. But he has, that's what I think of thick legs. I think of thick thighs. And I don't think he has, maybe he does. I know he has a big booty. Ooh. Ooh. But I thought his legs are kind of normal size. Maybe I'm wrong. I need to go look back and look at some more pictures. You know what? Interior room. Yes. This is not your fault or my fault. Carl needs to send us nude pictures and then we'll know. That's hopeful. Oh, that dick is that dick is nice. I'm saying it now. It's not it's not spectacularly big, but it is pretty. You'll uh, you he like takes down his pants and it's like things like (laughs) it's got an angel ring around it. I also think he's he thick. might give me the herp though, just to be honest. Yeah. He's fucked a lot, <laughs> lot of people. Sorry, Carl. I think we were trying to get you on the show. <laughs> wow. We we fucked that away now. God I damn it. I always do that. I don't think anybody from Summer House is gonna come on our show. <sighs> Actually, Paige, Paige did, but with Hannah. Yeah, I would God, I'd love to talk I'd love to get Lindsay. I don't know. I think some some are thirsty enough to do it. Sierra might. She's she's doing all kinds of appearances. She did a commercial. Well, Sierra, come on our show. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. 
I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, Let's talk about the ultimate... I want you to be my girlfriend, but I don't want to call you my girlfriend. I just, I need you to go to visit my parents' house. And then while my parents are sleeping, when we get in my childhood bed, I just want to bend over and I just want you to lick my smooth, smooth asshole for like five my hours. It's like a Corvette. It's like one of those little dog like, like car beds. Stop! <laughs> I've got a poster of a Lamborghini over my bed. Y'all, oh my God. if you were a boy, especially if you were a gay boy and you had a poster of a Lamborghini over your bed, you were saying, please, God, make me straight. <laughs> you were saying, I don't want to put that. Vi- I don't want that poster of Kathy Ireland up on my wall anymore. Can I just look at this car? And then my like, oh, Matthew, you're getting into cars. I'm like, yeah. And then my dad took me to a car show and it was the like worst Sunday of my life. <laughs> I had I had a picture because I didn't want a girl's picture. And yeah. it was kind of acceptable because I really wanted Syrah's Lagrange shot. <laughs> Sunday on the Lagrange shot. Wow. <laughs> wow. Syrah, I'm sorry, I said Syrah. Like petite Syrah. Uh, um, <laughs> doesn't want any, he didn't want any posters at Walmart. I had, had to buy him art down at the Pickens Museum. Jaybird, talking about pointillism. <laughs> Can't you just be like the other boys? <laughs> my mother, I can imagine me telling my mother what pointillism was. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just dots. It's not Peyton. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Dot, 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 dot. Salvador Dali. God. Seems like a weirdo to me. Look at that mustache. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, it's, so, okay. <laughs> My it's, poor mother. <laughs> your poor mother. I, Craig is pulling 
Um, you know, the more I, the more and more this relationship, I've become less of a fan of now that I know Paige, of Paige and Craig because I just feel like I feel like Craig is he's still he's trying not to be a fuck boy, but this fact that like. I mean, good for Paige, but he's acting like, to me, he's acting like her boyfriend, but then he doesn't want to just put the boyfriend label on it. No, no. He wants, what he wants is to communicate to her all the signs that things are serious. And then when he pulls back, she gets, she's, she, she's ultimately gaslit and she goes, he's like, I never told you we were really anything. She's like, I met your parents. And he's going, well, I know. I just wasn't meaning that was something. So he has plausible deniability every time, <clears throat> which is kind of what Austin did. But Austin, oh, I can't Austin's believe I'm saying worse at it. He's worse at it. But Austin didn't go so much as far as a relationship. That's true. That Craig is going. He just wants to fuck everything. Till everything day, he get. Yeah. Till the day dies, y'all. Till the day dies. He's just. Um. By the way. I'm glad that there's a hurricane coming on Sunday, and that was the least uh, volatile thing that happened this episode. <laughs> it's true. They kind of said it, and I was surprised. Uh, we did get Hurricane Sierra at, at, we, at um, the end. Yeah. And Hurricane Danielle in a different way. Two hurricanes coming at one another. Coming at one another. Um, I want to talk about, okay, it's been a slow burn, but... I mean, maybe because I like, I'm liking Maya and Maya more because I, she's not necessarily the best reality. To, this is my tea bag, Maya and her date. Um, she's not the best necessarily for reality TV because she kind of doesn't like bullshit and keeps it real. But it sure is. I mean, it was kind of shitty, but it was also kind of funny to watch how, like, she was judging the fuck out of Oliver <laughs> on this day. And it, and I kind of, I get it because this is kind of how I was. I do know that a lot of people, a lot of times I thought it was kind of cute when I was giving guys hard times. And I think, I think he got it, but I will say there are a certain number of men who will not get it and don't like it when you are shitty to them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and and it, some, some of you would have said, no, I thought she was just being flirty. She had an edge to it. And so... It, 24-year-old poodle had an edge at So I, I know because I did that kind of stuff. I would have I would have said something like, what kind of freak doesn't like sour cream? You need to <laughs> do better. Okay. How did you feel? This is another thing. First of all, she already, Sierra told her, uh, Sierra told her, just be light and airy. She said, that's not my aesthetic. Best line of the show. <laughs> to, yep. Also. I'm crazy. <laughs> um. You just went off on a diatribe about French fries, and Maya just did this on her date. <laughs> she did. Table fries, y'all. Table fries would help so much. She she said, I will say, I don't mind fries with mayonnaise. It's not my choice. But uh, I, an aioli is different. Because if you call it, even though it's very similar to a mayo, there's something about an aioli I can get behind, but not fries with mayo. But she looked at him like, what, do you just put ketchup <clears throat> on your fries? Can I, oh, no, I, would, me I would like to say, maybe the first guy you date is also not a chef. <laughs> After Wait, you were dating, chef? yes, he was <gasps> chef Bo, chef O something like that was his Instagram. I know. I was like, hmm. Oh, I know oh, because Danielle yeah. knows him because Danielle knows Robert. Oh, not good. No, no. Uh. I was like, ooh. 
for this now. I'm not for this. I, we said before, I, I think she's she's going about it the best way she knows how of not dating for a while. But honey, you got to date someone who's completely different, especially when you're getting back into it. You need some messy relationships. You need to enjoy that for a while. Or even like, it sounds like she did have a messy relationship because she had a chef. So but maybe your engagement. So yeah. it had to be some, it was, it was stable. It might've been messy, but it was stable in that way. That's what I'm talking about. Kind of, um, she, she needs to see how the other half lives besides chefs. She needs a fuck-a-thon. That's she what needs she needs. Just four years Two of years. fucking. Well, I don't think she, that's not for her or, she, or maybe she could, she could find the beauty in that, a beauty in a good fuck-a-thon. Y'all, if you're a beautiful woman in your mid to late 20s, I'm telling you, have at least a two-year fuck-a-thon yeah. where you're a, a moratorium or whatever. You can't date. You're just something you can't do. You put a moratorium. <laughs> you're just fucking. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, I, yeah. do, I do it every six months. Um <laughs> Well, honestly, it's kind of what Sierra needs to do because mm. because I was I, I I was hard for me to put myself out there, and so kind of I'm not saying you need to have sex with her, but I will say if you just date people and you make yourself date a lot of people with no expectation, yeah, this that's where I think Lindsay is coming from. Where Lindsay doesn't give any fucks as much because she's just. You date when you date a lot of people, you realize it's not about you. Yeah. Like Austin, it's not about Sierra. It's not about it's about Austin. He's a man child. It yeah. has nothing to do with her. It's not even about Madison. Madison. Madison is like this, this creature person. that is like the one person give us <laughs> exactly. And and she's also one person who calls Austin on his bullshit. Which and is that his witness. Yep, it's his weakness. So it's just that's what Lindsay has learned. Even though it's so yeah, I think that's it, it, yeah, anyway. It would be for for Sierra the best thing because she you it's easy when you're 23, 24, 25, that's what Sierra is, um to get taken in by a fuckboy, especially fuckboys who speak real pretty. And when Austin is alone with Sierra, he knows oh. all the right words. Oh, and master. Because someone like Austin, you guys, I'm not going to go as far, probably, I'm not going to go as far as to say he's a predator. He definitely knows how to predate. Let's, that's, yeah. so that's what I will say. He knows how to get what he wants. He does. And for that time, and he says all the right things, even though he's not thinking three weeks down the road. They were doing Winter House. They were kind of fe- falling in love in Winter House in 11 days, y'all. That's how long it yeah. was. 11 days. And then yeah. she said he, he said he wasn't ready. And she kind of was extremely Twitter-pated by him because yeah. he, he signaled, y'all... I guarantee you part of Austin's success is he, he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. They're, they're star quality with people. Yeah. And for Sierra, Sierra is a gorgeous, gorgeous woman, but you can tell she's got a lot of insecurities. And if you can fill those insecurities up, she will follow you anywhere at 25. She will learn later on. But 
Um, yeah, it's just that she believes him. That do you think she's? Uh, you know, I don't know if she's just used because Austin. What's different about Austin? Some guys treat you like shit, and you know they're going to treat you like some boys. Ooh, some I know. Boys, Ooh, love it. Boys, <laughs> they treat you like shit, and it drives you crazy. Whereas Austin, he's he the other does, end of the spectrum. He gives you this false sense of security where you feel like you can trust him and that he really genuinely cares about you. And in that moment, Austin does care about you in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's he believes all of what he's saying. And then he leaves Vermont, which it's you see why a why he and Lindsay would never work out as a couple, even though she's told no. him I loved him. No. It would never work out as a couple because y'all they're really very similar. She's a fuck girl, and he's a fuck boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, but where, where was I going with that? We were talking <laughs> about Maya and Oliver. Do you want to talk about the? Do you want to talk about the conversation that Maya and Lindsay and Danielle had? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. So that's where uh, Maya's just like, "Do you feel okay with it?" Oh, we do find out a little bit that Danielle and Maya talk, and Danielle's like, "Oliver." T- I think there was more. There's more of the date than we saw because Danielle does say, "Oliver texted me. And he said you were the bomb," and she was like, "Okay." So she's like, "I'm trying." I'm, I'm, she's like, "I'm trying not to be my." Or she said, "I'm trying. I'm excited, but I'm trying to curb that." <laughs> yeah. And Antonio is cooking his Italian dinner. You just want to- Andrea. <laughs> Andrea, 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 Andrea um, is cooking the Italian dinner. Meanwhile, so Maya sits She's down. trying and- to have a lovely time and show everyone his fair Augusto. Um, uh, and so we think, oh, what a lovely evening. And then we see what the trouble is brewing. and What trouble is brewing. Um, and uh, oh. just speaking parcel tongue in Sierra's ear. <laughs> kind of, yes. <laughs> you, should go, you should go off tonight. That was, ugh. Yeah, I don't, whether she, yeah, I just, I think it was, you, she's too close. PH, Paige is too close to the fire to the situation. Whereas, yeah. you know, because honestly, I think a lot of Paige's frustration with Craig is wrapped up in this. I agree. Um, it's transference, like you were saying earlier. But I think what happened in, in essence, Paige weaponized Sierra's anger uh, against to Lindsay. Yeah, I don't know if she did that consciously, but she totally 100% did. Yeah, it happened. Um, Because they hate each other too, y'all. Paige hates Lindsay. um, I just want to point out, this is maybe the first conversation we've had Lindsay seen with Maya. Or maybe literally the first, I realize this is how little they all don't know each other. I realized, have we seen Lindsay have a conversation with any other woman than Danielle? No, because she's not friends with any other woman in the house. She doesn't give a shit about any of them. Because <laughs> so, she's self-absorbed and only wants her friends that she likes. Like, she's a man's woman. She's a man's woman. She, like Lindsay, Seinfeld. She is not friends with women. She is not. No. Danielle's a different story because Danielle always defends her. But So Lindsay says to Maya, she says, I'm 35. She's 25. She needs to learn how to not give a fuck. Which is true. It's patronizing, but true. I get. What, and but then she says she could come and talk to me if she if she wanted to. Um, which she did at the birthday party. But we all know your birthday party is not the best time to have a heart to heart. But Sierra did offer. She did, and Lindsay then even this is where the little bit where I don't agree with Danielle when Danielle's like Lindsay's just a casual makeup person. This is how she is. Just accept it. This is how she, I'm like. Yes, she is. But 
she did say, Lindsay said, I can understand that she's super into Austin and he doesn't want to be into her and she's hurt by that. That comment, the way she said that, I, I think Paige is right that Lindsay is using, not as much as Paige wants, but I do think that Lindsay um, are, is kind of turning the knife a little bit of right. Austin with Sierra. I think, I, I, w- I will agree there. I don't think, <coughs> excuse me. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Had a little coughing fit. I I don't think that um that the way that Paige and Sierra and not really Maya uh but the way they see if I'm going to talk about his chess moves um and interpersonal dynamics of how to get things done in the house and there I don't think Lindsay is con- as concerned. She's like she's handling them like pawns. In a yeah. way, she's she's less concerned. She might have thought to do that on a tertiary level. She's thinking about getting laid and her next time where she can get, get let loose and the next time she yes. can do her thing. So I think, I just don't think she, she even says, I don't think about you and when she was what? talking to Sierra. And I, I, I think that's probably true in a lot of ways. 90%. I don't think she would have bragged how much that Austin and told everyone that Austin's sleeping in her bed when he arrived. That was completely to rub her the wrong way. But I agree. There's this, but I, I think that's the big deal is that she wasn't thinking about Sierra and Sierra is a people pleaser and she is always thinking about other people to a fault of she's thinking of if it's, it's like when Lindsay said, I don't think about you at all. That's hurtful to a people pleaser because you think as a people pleaser, well, I'm thinking about people all the time, which is the problem with people, but you're always thinking about other people. And I, but I have to ask you this. Um, I, I agree with you. Fucking girl. I'm just a normal fucking girl. I'm a normal fucking girl. I will, I will agree with you. What was Sierra keeping girl code when she kind of kept it, got really quick with Austin after Lindsay almost probably the next day said, I'm in love with you. Yes, that was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But, so how far, and, and actually Sierra kind of thought about it. It was kind of went back and forth. She's like, yeah, I just don't want to get involved. She did not take her long. So no, it, it, it didn't. And all, and yeah, I agree. She wrote girl, girl code now with a lot of convincing from Austin that it's over and done and she's cool right. with it. Right. But she did. It was. And also that that's a little different because uh, Lindsay was with Jason. Right. Kind of. But again, like that. Watch people. Watch people because Sierra's probably thinking, I could never have told Austin I love him and now I'm just hooking up with Jason. I could never do that. It's a, Lindsay can do that because Lindsay is so like you said, she's a fuck girl and she just goes she's present. Yes. And so it's like so it is a little bit of like, <laughs> like fish. She's like, I'm right here. Or like when your dog is so happy to see you. Yes. At, at, it's like I've just but, left. You've been you've been gone for three years. It was ten minutes. Yeah. But like it's but I agree with you in that, like, so let's just talk about the dinner and that when Sierra came at Lindsay with all this emotion. This didn't have anything to do with Lindsay to me. To no, me, it, it, felt Austin. it was all about Austin and it was misdirected. And it also was about, I think Sierra, what she said was saying in testimony. I think it's honestly more about her that yeah. Sierra realizes 
I listen to this guy. I believe this guy. I feel ashamed. I feel stupid or I feel whatever she's feeling. But that's when we get the most mad is when we get mad at ourselves. Yep. And I think uh, Danielle said it last episode. She's like, what really upsets me is I let two strong women come at each other to try to tear each other down over Austin. And Austin. So then you should then get in the middle of it at the end (laughs) and completely insert yourself in an argument that you have. No, I mean, really you're right. Paige and Danielle needed to sit this the fuck out. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I, I, not that I, I don't, don't agree. Danielle was right here, but it's totally in her character. So I wasn't surprised when she jumped up. Danielle is that girl at the club. Oh, that's why Lindsay loves with her. But yes, yeah. that's why Lindsay loves her because she knows she's going to be that girl that always jumps to defend Lindsay, whether it's right or not. Right. But I really, it would be interesting to see what kind of conversation just Sierra and Lindsay would have just those two in a room. One. Because I think, and a big faux pas is that girl, read the room. Andy just had this beautiful thing about what is love. He's missing his family. And now you're going to take this moment to bring up, bring up your own bullshit and ruin his moment. Like that was, and I I will say that's not something you can fake those tears. You could tell that's, that was hard to watch to the point where you knew it was when it was serious, when, when the people actually went after him, Instead of, and you guys, it's, it's interesting because you can kind of see the temperature. You could, you could almost see Amanda kind of agreeing about Lindsay, but um, you saw the Amanda, not to interrupt you, but Amanda said at that dinner, when they went to dinner in New York, Amanda said, what did she say? It's Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay. I'm not even mad. Or I I don't even blame Lindsay for it. Yeah. She said, I don't blame Lindsay at all. And that's when Paige and, yeah. Yeah, and so and, anyway, go ahead. What do you mean? Because for for and I'm trying to it's it, I try, I don't want to feel this way, but it feels like uh, Paige is manipulating Sierra. Well, she keeps um, saying to her, she's getting and, back at you for Vermont, which is a little true, but she keeps saying that to yeah. her in her ear. And what's bad is because that goes for Paige's. That's good for Paige because Paige hates Lindsay. Paige also wants to be higher up in the social strata than than Lindsay is. She wants to take her down, uh, but. One thing uh, is that what you you were watching there at that table and, you know, it starts off okay. And as soon as, you know, she's being, you know, I have a, this, this is, I've been at a loss because how to talk to you and there you're like, okay, this is going to, okay. Everyone's concerned. But then she says, you isolate your victims and everyone goes, uh oh, and you start to, you know, the temperature just changes. Everyone's, everyone's face is just like ashen. I don't get, I don't get that. What, like someone needs, do you know what she meant by, I don't know what she means when she says She was meaning the way, like when she's, is with guys, she just kind of hangs on them. And uh, I think, but, but how's that isolating? Well, again, look at the terminology she's using. She's saying all of her men are victims. In other words, they did nothing to to Lindsay. Lindsay yeah. was the one who was the predator, so she can't. 
that's that's Sierra's biggest failing right here. She cannot actually have perspective that Austin still fucked her over because she Aust- still has feelings for him after eleven days. You're right. Paige even tried to tell her that in the bathroom to say you don't. She said something like, "You don't realize this now, but you're going to be so much better off. This is not a long term guy." But Sierra can't see it. Never a helpful thing to say to anyone. You don't. <laughs> uh, when you tell your best friend. Jaybird, I don't think this is the right guy for you. And then they end up in um, Arizona. <laughs> that happened once. <laughs> you, but it's we've all been there before, yeah, where we're just there. I don't mean it to sound patronizing because you know I'm my 40s, Jake's in his 60s. But when you get older, <laughs> 18 months, I know. 18 months older than him, y'all. <laughs> I, but you know, it, I look damn good if I was in my 60s. I look fucking great. But there is like you just unless you just had an unbelievable life, there's just there's just shit you're not going to know when you're 25 that you know when you're 35. And honestly, this is going to sound like I'm I'm going off on pretty girls, but pretty privilege. Y'all, you don't have to I'm I'm sure she went through her own struggles, but a lot of doors open when you no, when you're that pretty. I think that yes, she's has very different than Lindsay, and but Lindsay, I don't think Lindsay just now started to kind of learn this, and Lindsay's thirty five, thirty six, y'all. Yep. Like think about Lindsay five years ago in Summer House when she was thirty. She was she completely think about how she got so angry at like Carl, like she was that person that believed fuckboys. Yeah. I, I want to say, say if you if you tell yourself, you're, you mentioned uh, Sierra was a people pleaser. If you are a people pleaser and you have a problem with someone um, and you're like, I need to tell them about how they've wronged me or blah, 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 or, or why, why you, they've made me feel bad, ask yourself, are the, is there any emotional currency between us? Because sometimes they're not going to give a shit. Again, Lindsay doesn't give a shit about her. And it's, yeah. it's so because otherwise nothing's going to happen and you'll just be feeling frustrated and everyone else is looking like, why are you even trying? Because she doesn't give a shit about Paige and she's known Paige for four years. Right. You know, so what made yeah. Anyway, uh, worst part is they ruin the Italian food, y'all. And OK, worst part of the show. When Sierra put that knife on those marble countertops. Oh, I flinched and threw my pad across the room. It was a lot. That's someone's house. <laughs> someone's house. That's someone's, That's someone's house. Marble countertop. It's someone's mouth. <laughs> Did you say countertop? Marble countertop. Marble countertop. All right, y'all. My neighbors. I just and my neighbors think I am literally a stark raving crazy person. <laughs> You think like one of the hot couple that live by you that share the wall, do you think he just turned to his wife and said, honey, what's a fuckathon? <laughs> no, I think they think w- the conversations we've had, they're always like, you're, like, we, we, you guys are always having such a good time. And sometimes we can hear it, but you're really funny. So and I'm well, like, we well, have a good time. You, you hear, you hear maybe 5% because it's like 5% funny. <laughs> the rest yeah. of it's non sequiturs and weird jokes. Well, think about this. And I wish y'all could see the video when I bring this up to Poodle. If they can hear us, then what have they heard you say in the bedroom? Oh my. <laughs> Ooh, good thing I've got my ball gag in most of the time. All 
right, on that note, y'all, go to realitygaze.com. Or at least a pair of underwear. <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done, y'all. Go to realitygaze.com. Come, come see us live. Hey, 90 Day Fiance is delayed this week because we're doing our Boston show on uh, Saturday and our Philly show on Sunday. That's where we're going to do this latest season of 90 Day Fiance. You can check that season. So Boston and Philly, apparently it was a great episode. You're going to catch it. You're going to catch it. Um, herp. <laughs> exactly like the herp. Also, y'all, go to our Facebook group, our Sissy Squad. We have fun in there. We do. Um, y'all, like I said before, we're also going to be on We're on tour in our five-city tour. We're coming to D.C. with hosts, with uh, special guests Mary Payne and Aaron from Pink Shade. Uh, yes. There's still tickets available for that, for that event. There are no VIPs left, but um, there's tickets left over. Atlanta's sold out, um, but and there's plenty of tickets for Nashville still. Um, it's a big venue. There you go. Yeah, plenty for Nashville. So come at us. Um, all right, everybody. Um, so you know the deal, y'all. If you're if you're if you're sitting at an Italian dinner and you feel like you're about to get activated, just remember it's always good to have your your best friend who's wearing a very very large pink thong. Didn't know those were still in style, Danielle. But they are. I don't know if you noticed that. No. Um, if is wearing a very if she comes over your shoulder and she looks at your phone and what does she say, Poodle? Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? And the slow part at the end. In September, they'll all go back to their Google Hangout, their Zoom, and their Slack. And even though summer came to an end. They'll continue to be best of friends on Insta. Summer's nuts because of these sluts. But, oh, what are you going to do? That summer. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.